He always seems to get involved, doesn't he? I'm telling you, too many coconuts have hit him right on top of the skull. Well, I think uh, Anthony will be a great acquisition. He can do it all. Avery, whose show is this? And we're live. Welcome everybody here to the Lakers Lounge. I'm Anthony Irwin, joined as always on this fine Thursday afternoon uh, by Aaron Larsoul. Uh, we are going today to be talking about, well, you know what? I want to talk about Dean. Um, it's not necessarily that we have anything particularly new, mm-hmm. but I do think we, we have um, a couple of different angles to what's going on that have really kind of peaked, I think, both of our interests, right, on Twitter. So, um, Yeah, I, res- I responded to uh, to Jason. Jason had a clip um, about kind of yeah the dame the dame side of it i guess is one way we could we could frame it and i i pushed back against that um and then i from there it kind of turned into a thing all day yeah so we are uh, and by the way i like jason jason has been on the show before i you just too? happen i happen to disagree with him on i think he, on and I, I by the way i think he's very good um yeah he's wrong but he's wrong yeah so we're going to talk a little bit about that. We are going to talk about winning time. Um, I have a couple theories, and actually some of what I'm going to talk about um, kind of rub ups, rubs up against uh, what's going on with USC. I don't know if you saw, but they suspended a uh, beat reporter for some obtuse rule that they are taking advantage of to, in my opinion, bully a young reporter. He just announced that he was on the beat Back in July, he's a young-looking guy, so I think they're they're trying to kind of strong-arm somebody who doesn't have as much um, experience in this, and I actually think some of what's going on there and the response to it, especially from USC fans, um, kind of touches on some of my thoughts on, on winning time or this okay, season of winning time. Interesting. Um, Obviously, Ahsoka has had another episode since you and I spoke, so if we have some time at the very, very end, we will talk a little bit about that again, because that's like quickly becoming one of our most popular segments, is, is <laughs> who right. talking. Do we move, should we move that up in the show? Oh, no, you, we want people listening to it. The analytics say we need yeah. it at the end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, uh, Stick around. Yeah, kind of surprisingly packed show uh, today that right. we are going to get to. And this is one of like two more episodes that you and I are going to do before training camp and before media this day is, and all this that inc- stuff. Including today, I think there's it's two. Yeah. yeah, there's this one next week. And then the next time you and I talk will be right around media day. It actually um, might, no, it'll, be, it'll be after media day and it yeah. might be, I, I, it might be game day. It might be the first preseason. No, I think the first preseason game is Monday. But the first preseason yeah. game is seventh, Monday the seventh. So yeah. So let's start with the Damien thing, and um, nothing has changed. Uh, the only thing I think that you could maybe kind of sort of say has changed is there's a little bit more. Um, I think Damien's camp is getting a little bit more frantic by the day because they don't want to enter media day and training camp with the Portland Trailblazers. Mm-hmm. And I think that's why you've seen two more reports now about don't you dare send Damien to anywhere other than Miami. And if he does go to Miami, most recently the report was that he would, as soon as he got there, request another trade. Guess what? If he, if he didn't to go to Miami. Miami. 
Yeah. 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 Like if he got sent to say Toronto, he would arrive in Toronto and immediately request, request immediately request to be sent to Miami and we would mm-hmm. be in the same predicament all over again. Hilariously, a couple months ago, <laughs> the NBA said cut that shit out and it really seems like James Camp has taken that to heart. So, uh <laughs> Well, sure, but that was that was overtly and on the record his agent. Yeah doing that and this could be this is from unnamed sources close to damian lillard yeah i wonder who There's that could be i'm sure yeah um so we are uh yeah that's the kind of situation that we find ourselves in now and and um recently especially from the miami aspect of this and um i'm just gonna say it folks in miami have not handled this particularly well uh this has not been uh this has not been, I would say, one of the prouder moments in that fan base's history. They have and, not covered themselves in glory. Yeah, like the reporters who were who were covering this stuff, I think, have done a pretty piss poor job of of maintaining any objectivity in this whatsoever. Not to say that like people in Portland haven't um, shown some of their cards here as well. And I I just think that's kind of where we are in 2023 in journalism is that like yeah. There's a lot of fanalist going on. Uh, Fanalysis is is what I will call it. Okay. Um, and yeah, I I think with camp, you know, kind of arriving and being right around the corner, you have people in Miami who have floated a whole bunch of their roster out there all summer like please you know please take some of these guys and give us back damian lillard so that's going to get a little awkward there um damian's camp like i said doesn't really want and i think portland like of of everybody involved in all of this the portland trailblazers are probably the most okay with just (laughs) heading into camp like this oh yeah uh, absolutely yes you know what i mean the four parties yes yeah and and um and i think blazers fans also are like Fuck it. Let's just let's just see where where this arrives at too. And um and and by the way, I understand all of this went through all of this back when Anthony Davis was on the trade block. Um, I would like to think that I handled this a little bit better than I have seen from folks in Miami. But I could I bet I could find or somebody could find tweets of mine that didn't exactly uh, cover myself in glory either. And 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 yet, like I think the thing that I am the the take that I I find myself bumping up against the most is that the Blazers somehow owe it to Damian Lillard to send him to Miami, no matter what it takes. And, and do I think that they should probably send him to Miami? Yeah. Do I think they eventually will send him to Miami? Yeah, I do. And, and yet like nowhere in what is quote unquote owed to Damian Lillard is hey you should take a worse offer for your franchise superstar most popular player in tra- in franchise history nowhere is that like as part of what is owed you know ideally you send him to where he wants to go but also ideally Damian Lillard set- gives you a couple more options so that you maintain a little bit of leverage in those negotiations so I I honestly think like of everybody who has handled this about as poorly as possible, I think Dame and in particular Dame's camp, which is um, from what I have been told and what has been described to this point, um, a kind of a relatively smaller camp and somewhat less experienced camp, um, especially as it pertains to this kind of stuff. 
I think Dame, if he would have given them like three teams, that would force Miami to make a respectable offer. Portland would have taken that offer by now, and we would have all moved on. But the fact that he gave them one team with four years left on this super expensive Supermax contract, that's why we are where we are right now. That's why we're still waiting for this to happen. Um, yep. What do the Blazers owe Damien? So Let's let me start. start with that. Let me start with that, but I want to preface this by saying something. Um, I, my last year in Portland was I, I left like eight games into Dame's um, rookie season. Um, I like Dame a lot. I think he's an all-time great player. Um, I think that he was low-key perhaps the third best player in the NBA during the regular season last year um, while he was playing. Uh and I also am friends with uh, Joe Cronin. I, I scouted Dame. Um, I guess I would I I would like to say I'm one of the reasons he was drafted there. If I want to make myself sound good, um, but and I, I and Joe Cronin, who is their GM, um, I used to hoop with all the time. I used to you know play pickup with a couple times a week. He and I are really good friends. Um, I think both of them have fucked this up more. So Dame, um, what do the blazers owe Dame? Not a fucking thing. Mm. They owe that they owe him what the contract stipulates. Um, I, I was sure at some point during your, your monologue, you were going to play your, your clip from men in suits or that's what the money is for. Yeah. That, um, that's what they owe Dame. They owe Dame the contract he signed in that contract. See, and, and this is a, okay. There's there's so much here. Like, I'm gonna get to the moral outrage stuff. Like the what like morally is the right thing to do is the Heat fans trying to tell the Blazers like morally they have to send him to Miami only. Oh, fuck. My favorite my favorite thing has been Heat fans pretending to be concerned that this will somehow harm Portland's dealings with superstar sound. Why yeah. the hell would you care about that? Oh, well, how about care? that's a, okay. Sure. A, but more importantly, that is a red herring, which I said on Twitter yesterday. Yeah. Which superstars. Yeah. Yeah. Who they've the never, they've never been a destination. Agency? Yeah. Which, which who, who yeah. is it going to harm them with? That is, it is irrelevant because it doesn't happen. The only um, way this would potentially hurt them in those, and, and this is a hyper-specific situation, but if Aaron Goodwin represents some up-and-coming up and coming young superstar that the Blazers draft, then okay. Like, that would that would potentially, like, nope, you know, nope, be a bit nope, of an issue. You know, you know, no, you know why? Because everybody is trying to do what Dame and Harden and everybody take the money. Harden should have taken his extension and then figured it out. Take yeah. every single penny you can. And I have no problem with Dame taking every single penny. Go get your money. But when you do that, you no longer get to be a free agent. He wants to get paid his super max extension and be a free agent at the same time. It did you hear my way. son's Damian Lillard uh, impression? Yeah. Like, did you, did you? <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm not going to say that about Dame. Uh, I, we could say that's his take on Dame. Um, so they don't know him anything. 
Now, yeah. I agree with you. Look, Dame has been all this, the loyalty, and he has given everything he has to that organization. Yeah. And so maybe he's the best Blazer ever, the greatest Blazer ever. Maybe he's certainly in the top three. Disagree. You disagree that he's in the top three? No, 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 no. Greatest ever. He's in the top three, but I don't think he's the greatest ever. Um, he, I, he never won another title. A, there, okay, cool. Did who? Then who's the best? Then What's the only the point. T- then the only option you have is Bill Walton, who who was there for like three seasons. They only have one title, and the other guys on the list, you know, like Lamarcus. No, they didn't win anything with Lamarcus. Uh, he's down the list. Clyde Drexler, Terry Porter, those guys. No, they didn't win a title. So. What do they owe Dame? Nothing. They owe him the contract that he signed and they agreed to, which he gets to play NBA basketball and they have his rights until they trade him or release him or whatever. But they have to pay him the money. The Blazers are on the hook for every penny of that of yeah. that contract. So that's what they owe him. I agree with you. If Dame had come about this reasonably and had a list of a handful of teams... I think the Blazers should do their best to not send him to some terrible situation, not send him to basketball mm-hmm. Siberia, send him to one of his places, his preferred places and all other things being equal. Or if an offer is very close offers, multiple offers are very close. Then send him where the man wants to go. Um, he has done a lot for the city. He's done a lot for the franchise, increasing the franchise value. He's been paid very well for it, but that's what they owe him. So there's also this thing going around on Twitter about that Joe Cronin and the Blazers lied to him. They conned him into signing the extension with without the no trade clause. Nobody is getting a no trade clause ever again. So that's put that aside. They conned him into signing by saying they were going to do all these things to improve the roster and give him a chance to win. Okay. So now the response, mostly from Miami Heat fans, their, their response to pick a bunch of team, pick a handful of teams, your preferred destinations. Everybody's fine with that. That, as you stated earlier, that forces the heat to come with a real offer that gives the Blazers some leverage. So the well is not poisoned um, there. What they say is that Dame was lied to. They promised him all of this stuff. They promised him they were going to put these pieces around him. They lied to him. So then he changed it from here's a handful of teams to only the heat as kind of an F you back to the organization for lying to me. The problem with that is people are stating that like it's fact. You don't know what the Blazers and Joe Cronin tried to do. Yeah. Trying and failing is different than not trying, right? Like they didn't, he didn't mislead Dame just because he wasn't able to do what he said he was trying to do. If he had said, we're going to do this, this, and this, and then just didn't do anything, fine. But all Heat fans or whoever is claiming that, you know what was available to the Blazers? you know what they tried to do. No, you can try and have it not work. Like there's a thing. Do not. I don't remember. It's, you know, Occam's razor. It's like another somebody else's razor. It is. It's basically, I'm paraphrasing (laughs) somebody else's razor, razor. (laughs) Gillette or Bic or whatever. Um, (laughs) Like do not. It's basically like, do not, do not ascribe, like infer, basically do not infer malice. Do not infer malice when incompetence. It can be is the answer. I think that's just Occam's razor. No, Occam's razor is the simplest explanation is generally the correct one. All things being equal. That's oh. what Occam's razor is. But um, so like I, people are inferring like this malice where he promised him all these things and he just did it. Ah, ha, ha. You know, Joe Cronin is like, ah, ha, ha, tenting his fingers and twisting his mustache and laughing. 
like like some you know monopoly villain or something and so they're in they're inferring that because the blazers haven't been any good they were inferring Hanlon's reader there you go thank you they were inferring that he lied to him not necessarily no maybe he just was didn't do the job very well right yeah maybe or he, he just, couldn't do the job like sure the thing with trading damian lillard is it's like so I've seen a lot of comparisons, especially when I talk about Damien. Um, the first thing that especially Heat fans will say is, how how can this fucking Laker fan have any takes on this when we saw what you guys did with AD and blah, 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 blah. All yeah. right. Here, let's, let's... There are some similarities. There are some similarities. <clears throat> Lakers fans showed their ass, too. All right. No, 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 no. I want to I compare, like, what I know about the situation, and you can correct me anywhere that you feel like correcting me. But from right. what I have been told and what I have pieced together, essentially... Anthony Davis wanted to be a Laker and um, especially at the behest of fellow clutch client, LeBron James, right? Like he, those two were talking and they were trying to figure out a way to get AD in LA as quickly as possible. And magic tried to strong arm the Pelicans into giving up, you know, in, into uh, giving up AD for nothing. The first, the first offer that was reported was like, Rajon Rondo and <laughs> a pack of peanuts and like just enough money to make it work. Almost think, no picks, nothing, I, nothing I think, of real I think, value. I think I was actually included in that trade. I was the centerpiece <laughs> of that offer. I think <laughs> it was, it was, um, and, and, and by the way, you use the phrase and I think I'm going to use it here again. It poisoned the well immediately. Dale Demps was like, go fuck yourself. You are not getting this guy for anything now. If that's where we're starting this, right? It's the same thing. If I was to walk up, to, uh, you know, the few of my neighbors, a couple of my neighbors have their houses up for sale, right? And if I want to expand my real estate holdings, I could walk up to them and their real realtor and say, I will offer you $5 for your house. And guess what the, that what they and their With realtor the would do? With all the furniture included. Yeah, right. <laughs> like, and leave it guess what they would do? On your they way would out. kick me out of the house and we would not maintain communication after that, right? And, and, and that's in that, by the way, I think and that's kind of what the, we're there were also the, the accusations, um, from, I mean, both sides, but I remember magic doing this, but of either side, both sides, not negotiating in good faith. Yeah. Became, oh, and yeah, once you, once fun. you, once you start yelling putting that out publicly, that is not gonna, <laughs> yeah. we're not going kumbaya now. We're not, You're... we're not working together to find a solution. You're double poisoning the well, just yeah. a whole shit. <laughs> the, yeah. the well is now all poison. Um, more poison than it is water. And, and I think, by the way, that's kind of what we're seeing going on in, in this case with um, Pat Riley, an older school guy, somebody who will be a hard ass and will take advantage of leverage if, if he can. As he should. I don't, I don't think he has made the best offer that he possibly could to this point. And it has probably poisoned that well with, with Portland where they're saying, no, I, we don't want Tyler Hero. Find somebody else who wants Tyler Hero. Tyler Hero doesn't do anything for us. Yeah, we have, I was we have a couple with... small creative guards already. We don't need another one. Well, I was arguing. I was arguing with somebody on Twitter yesterday because of like their offers. I called it. I called Miami Heat's offer a D plus offer, and it's not even Miami. It was not. It's not even the Heat's best offer. The Heat would tell you, and Heat fans would tell you, we're not giving you our best offer because you have no other offers. So yeah. why should we negotiate against ourselves? Fine. And then I argued with somebody yesterday who said, you're acting like, you know, the D plus offer. You're acting like four first round picks and 
Jovic and and Hakez is like worthless. And I thought, which four first round picks? Yeah. Can you name the four first round picks? They also can. first round picks from an organization that has never torn it down and rebuilt mm-hmm. in the draft. Yeah, like, but I, I would, I would, I would, I would short the, I, there. That's been out there too. That the picks aren't going to be any good. I would short. I would short the Heat. Like no, I two guys. All that's right. all, you're building. You're built with no flexibility because of money. You're building around Jimmy Butler and Dame, who are both very, very good players. Isn't that what we said both, about the Heat both, before they got Jimmy Butler? Isn't that what yeah, we said yeah, about they, the Heat they, before yes, they did all this stuff? Yes, but they've had but the financial aspect of it completely. Dame. So you con- think eventually that that bar tab's going to come due? Dame's contract is a killer. Dame. Dame's a killer, but Dame's contract just like. Yeah, like having that much money tied up in Jimmy Butler and Dame for guys that are in their mid thirties, like I would not be against some twenty twenty eight or whatever Miami Heat draft picks. So Um, there's like this these four picks and these two guys are first of all they're not even trying to offer those two guys, and which four first round picks Miami Heat can offer two first round picks right now. They could theoretically get to up to four if. They can get a first round pick. They're like, oh no, we'll just trade you. We'll just trade you somebody you don't want, and you can get a first round Tyler Hero. You can get a first or have no use for. You can get a first round pick for him. Okay, if it's so easy to get a first round pick for Tyler Hero, go Miami, one. you go get a first round pick for Tyler Hero, yeah. and then let's talk. And they also have to take protections off their uh, 2025 pick that is owed to Oklahoma City to have to be able to trade either 24 or 26. So as yeah. of now. The only two picks they can trade are 28 and 30. Yeah. Um, I do want to say, just if I could put a, a quick wrap on the on the AD comparison here. Oh, yeah, yeah. So eventually, Magic quits to tweet, and um, and Rob Polinka steps in and resumes conversations with Del Demps, um, actually having known his number at that point. And and so <laughs> and so is delicious. <laughs> you like that one? I know you like that one. So I have no uh, idea what you're talking about? Where did you where did you hear such allegations? Such I'm nothing. I, you know, just great fine. So Rob Polinka op- reopens negotiations with uh, Dale, Dale Dale Demps, mm-hmm. and um, I keep on wanting to say Dale Ellis, but that's a very different human being. So, uh, that is. <laughs> <laughs> I also wait. So I, is he? Not, I don't hold on. No, I don't want to say anything. Go ahead. Continue. I'm not going to say that. Um, no, I, I'm looking. Go ahead. So Rob Polinka eventually reopens those negotiations uh, with the what with the well somewhat less poisoned because I, you know of whatever role Polinka didn't play. Magic um, was very hands on with the AD negotiations. Wanted to be you know the centerpiece of those conversations. Wanted to to drive those things, and um, it did kind of benefit the Lakers when he stepped down. That Rob didn't play as active a role in those things, and the Lakers were able to reopen those conversations with the New Orleans Pelicans and start those conversations with, all right, that's over with. He's over there. He's no longer a part of this stuff. We Mm -hmm. can now have a more serious conversation. And and, and now, just really quickly. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Sorry. AD, again, to be absolutely clear, always wanted to be a Laker. Always. Mm-hmm. That was his number one priority in this, right? But mm-hmm. but he and Clutch did approach the Pelicans and say, this market is okay. This market is also okay. This market is also okay. If I remember correctly, 
The Knicks was one market that he was cool with. Chicago, going back home, was another market he was okay with. His dad did not, specifically did not want him to go to Boston. So mm-hmm. you had that, you know, kind of complicate things. But those other situations, uh, the, the Bulls didn't really have a competitive offer at the time. And the Knicks, the closest thing that their competitive offer could have been was centered around Kevin Knox, who, by the way, is barely in the league anymore. Yeah, right? who, and, and, and who did have, who did that? He was one of the best summer league guys I'd ever seen. His rookie year. He's so incredible. At that yeah. time, I get it. Yeah, but they, uh, uh, but they, they didn't uh, want to include Knox, and then eventually the Celtics, after they caught wind of Anthony Davis's dad stance on Boston and that organization, did not want to include Jason Tatum, and the Lakers, the the, the offer that they could make where it was Brandon Ingram, it was Josh Hart, it was Lonzo Ball, it was picks. It was pick swaps. It was far and away the best offer that New Orleans could have gotten from anybody, given yeah. what other teams were. were, were and it was, and, and by the way, it was fair value. Remember for a while there, especially while Russell Westbrook was a Laker, there was thought that the Lakers might be giving up the pick that would wind up being Wembenyama. And so, yeah. yeah. And so like, you know, for, for, for. Oh, no, no, while, no, 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 no. It was, it was top four protected. It wasn't going to be Wembenyama. I don't I think it was an out and out pick swap. Maybe if they yeah, if it would have if if it would have conveyed the first year, it, it would have it, it would have been top four protected. But I think last year it was not. It was just open. It was just open seat, if I remember correctly. But either way, the point here is that eventually and the anyway, Lakers yes, came. That was, that was a that was a thing for a while. Yeah, but like the the the, the major point to make here that that differentiates between the two situations is that eventually the Lakers made a competitive offer. And to this point, Portland does not feel like Miami has made a competitive offer or can even make a competitive offer because of all the stuff that you mentioned. And like, sure. Yeah. We can talk about what, you know, the Blazers owe to to Damian Lillard and even Blazers fans, I think by and large have been very patient with Damian Lillard um, because of everything that he has brought them, all of the joy for basketball that he has brought them, and they have been very patient here. And I think that's about the extent that everybody involved, if you want to talk about morals and, and ethics and stuff like that, that that extend beyond contractual obligations, I think that's about all that they owe. But in no way, shape, or form do the Portland Trailblazers owe it to Damian Lillard to take a shitty offer for a the most popular player in their in their organization's history and and this idea that like fans should just like the Bla- the Blazers fans should like be okay with taking a shit offer for their mo- their 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 favorite player of all time is just asinine to me and it just falls with this it 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 falls in line with this idea where in because of player empowerment we just like Everybody, not not just organizations, but everybody involved, just has to kowtow to the for to to the whims and 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 desires of superstars in the NBA. And I just, I frankly disagree. I I frankly and emphat- and emphatically disagree. Sorry. All right. So you presented a Lakers. That's okay. <laughs> you presented a Lakers friendly and an Anthony Irwin friendly retelling of the Anthony. Well, it Davis is going to be some of it. That's the, some of it. Some of I it's don't have correct. many sources with the, the, with the Pelicans. I have a couple, but like not some many. of it. Uh, no, what you said is mostly correct. Uh, you like glossed over a few of the factors that kind of make this similar, which was 
AD and his camp, not him specifically, but his camp um, was going around the league and telling people don't bother because um, I'm going to the Lakers, so don't bother. You're right that the Lakers did give a competitive, a competitive offer, and it turned out to be quite fair, in fact. The big difference, though, is timing. Um, the Blazers can wait this out, right? Like, the Blazers yeah. have no incentive to... The Heat don't have a basketball team. The Heat weren't playing a whole lot of guys at the end of the season, and two of their best six guys... Are now no how about this? Two, team. two starters aren't on the team aren't on the team anymore, and we're not replaced. How about that? One of them is with your Los Angeles Lakers. So I don't know why. And by the way, people, people again, the people saying, "Well, this is you know, like this is a decent offer. This is the best offer because it's the only offer." Okay, maybe. Are you suggesting those people that this offer won't exist in February? This offer won't yeah. exist in the off season, next off season. 